Device named yes. Yes. <laughs> the start of every podcast. Device named yes. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, whatever. And never. Amen. Amen. What's up? <laughs> what's up? I'll tell you what's up. Tell me. I saw something that I never thought I would ever see. Tell me about it. I was leaving my chiropractor's office. Yes, I go see a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my chiropractor's office is right next to this like pretty kind of field landscaped area. Okay. <sighs> and where, where are you? <laughs> I'm in downtown Franklin. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm in like a nice ass area. Right. And it's and next to like the the nice pretty area uh-huh. is like a like a media company. Okay. So I think what they what that means is like they do social media content. Oh, interesting. Which makes me want to vomit. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, they someone had their like jacked up, souped up Mercedes G wagon. Okay. In that like nice area. Okay. And I'm looking, and I see Santa Claus. Oh. I promise I'm, I did not have a stroke. <laughs> I saw Santa Claus uh-huh. walking towards the G-Wagon, and they were doing this, like, photo shoot with Santa Claus in the G-Wagon. Oh. And it was so weird. <laughs> but I, like, I was real slick because I thought some of the dudes, not Santa, uh-huh. some of the other dudes, uh-huh. like, doing some of the photos. Uh-huh might have been hot you were into it so i took my phone were they elves were they (laughs) no they were just wearing like like athleisure okay so i took my phone and i zoomed in (laughs) to see if i was right to see if they were hot and i was (laughs) so if you were in downtown franklin um taking photos of santa claus in a black g wagon (laughs) reach out to our podcast instagram (laughs) Because I want you to t- take me for a ride in that G-Wagon. <laughs> Haley is shooting her shot. I am. <laughs> and I have so many questions that and I need answered. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Exactly. <laughs> Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> That's great. That's Thank my you. new favorite thing. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Where's the Where's Tylenol? Where's the Tylenol? Um, Alexis. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Oh, yeah. Haley, we're talking about singers. Turned actors? Turned actors. So specifically country singers. Yes. Turn actors. Nice. And we've done something like this we previously. We talked about actors turned country singers. singers. So now we're doing a little flip-flop. Flip it and reverse it. Yeah. We're... Putting our thing down. Yeah. Flipping it. And reversing it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> can you cut that bar, please? <laughs> yes, I can. I am blushing. <laughs> oh, no. So we're going to talk about these country singers becoming actors and like having great careers yeah honestly honest yeah careers that 
actual professional actors yes. would dream of having. Absolutely. Because you know what? This is real talent. It is. This is talent. It is talent. It's not a cameo. Yeah. It's not like they, I mean, I'm looking at these roles and they probably actually had to audition for them and having their name behind it probably didn't mean anything. Yeah. Really. And I'm going to kind of take what you said and expand it a little bit. Do it. So this is, get ready for the business speech. I'm here. <laughs> um, this, these are films that were not produced by the actor Timmy initially. <laughs> yeah. So like this is not a film produced by the by Timmy the Heath. by the the yeah. This is this is these are situations. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're going to get into some that do end up producing right. their own Absolutely. stuff, which is totally cool. Absolutely. Very common. Great. But these are all people that got started in films that were not produced right by themselves. Right. So, you know, so they couldn't just throw themselves in the They film. couldn't just like be like, I'm paying for it, I'm gonna be in it. Right. Right. You know? Or like those type of films where it's like you can tell that they were paying for it and their like whole family's in it. Their whole family <laughs> is in it, or like their character does not do anything stupid whatsoever. Right. They're like a perfect character. The their character's perfect. Right. Yeah. No no layers. No layers. Um, I uh, I'm just gonna say I think we should start with Yeah, I I I know the the redhead herself. Miss Reba, Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Yeah. And I will tell you, okay. So I vividly remember Reba in Little Rascals. Oh, me too. Was that your favorite movie as a kid? It was my favorite movie. And I'll and I'll tell you why it was my favorite movie as a kid, because I got chicken pox really bad. And my grandma bought me this movie. Oh. And I had never even heard of it because I was so – I was little. Yeah. And I, like, watched it, and I did not stop watching this movie. Oh, me neither. I, I never took oh it out of the, the VHS player. Like, never. When I say I wore this VHS out – You wore it out. I absolutely wore it out. Do you remember how it had the Timmy the Tooth at the beginning? The, it was like a, a tooth, <laughs> a little, like – like uh, this character who was a tooth and then it like went into the movie. It, yeah. I don't remember if it was after the movie or before the movie, but it was something like that. Like it was a little break. I, I love you had to like fast forward it if you wanted to watch the Little Rascals. Movie. Yeah. I loved this movie so much. Yes. And I didn't like looking back. Mm -hmm. There are so many famous people in this movie. I know. Mel Whoopi. Mel Brooks is in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Will be Goldberg. Mel <laughs> Brooks. I know. Is in this film. I know. And it the thing is it is really funny. It's a hilarious movie. This movie is is still a great movie. Yeah. And Got fries to go with that shake. Do -do 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 -do. It's like, so funny. My my favorite's um I got a dollar. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Hey, 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 hey. And then he's like, I got a pickle. I got a pickle. <laughs> For the dollar. We got the dollar. <laughs> For the dollar. Hey, 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 hey. That's Whoopi son. Yeah. Um, I can I tell you what I thought was so cool about this role for her? Yes. So you hear in the movie about AJ Ferguson. Yeah. The entire time. And you 
think it's a dude. You think it's a dude. And it, there's this, like, segregation of the boys and, and the, the girls, girls. And the boys like, can't like anything about the girls and because... The girl, like, the girls are just like boys are icky, and, right? And boys are stupid because they're so they're so one side, they're so single sided. And then the boys are like, we are female woman haters. No, it's a uh, he man he, woman he haters man, club. Yes, he man woman, woman haters club. club. And these boys are obsessed with AJ, AJ Ferguson, Ferguson, who is this race car driver. Yes, and they're like. AJ Ferguson's <laughs> gonna be at this on at this at this race. That's that's the whole point of this movie. Like they're getting ready for this big race where yes. they like have like, their own little cars. Yeah, their own little cars. <laughs> and pardon me for saying this, but that race was like epically dangerous <laughs> for a child. I know. I know. <laughs> like looking back, like who created that race? Yeah, who created it? Because they didn't stop traffic. No. They had to deal with some adult-ass traffic. Absolutely. They could have got ran over They could have got killed at any moment. <laughs> it's so great. But do you remember what she was wearing? Yes, she had on this ballin', yeah. ballin' racing jumpsuit. Yeah, and it was, like, silver. Yes, it was silver. And her hair is, like, beautiful. Huge. And, like, she takes off the helmet and they're like, whoa! <laughs> and then her little, like... Her little talk with them yes. is so cute. It's so cute. And she's so natural. She's so natural. She's a great actress. She really is. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say, not only was that my favorite movie as a kid, <laughs> and one of yeah. my biggest joys was that Reba was in it. Yeah. Reba happens to be in my favorite movie that can be classified as a lifetime film. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this. Oh, let me tell you about it. Okay, tell me. It is called Forever Love. Forever, I promise you. Yes. Okay. Reba plays this woman mm -hmm. that has been in a coma for like stop twenty years, stop. a long time. She gets in this coma. I think she might like hits her head, but then she wakes up. Okay. And everything is different. Okay. Well, yeah, she's been in a coma for twenty years, and she's like. My daughter's all grown up, and her daughter's about to get engaged. But, wow. But then, then the daughter is like reconsidering her mm -hmm. the, the guy because like there's someone else that she's kind of having feelings for. Uh huh. And she she's married to th this really handsome man, uh -huh. and she has his best friend. But she finds out then it's the time that she's been in the coma. Her best friend and her husband have oh. hooked up, and. It's been like that for a long time because they didn't know what, if she was ever going to wake up. Okay. But this movie is really, is really something. Anytime I see that it's on, I'm like, I'm watching this right now. Right. It's, yeah. it's, and it's rare that it's on, but. Oh, when it's on. Yeah. But when it's on, it's, it's on. <laughs> when it's on, it's on. Okay. Well, I have to watch this now. Yeah, you do. Because I feel like we're going to have like a lot to talk about. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but Yeah. So, um, Reba was not just in film. She was not just in film. This bitch had her own TV show. She had her own TV show from 2001 to 2007. Seven. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's like 125 episodes or something like that the show ran for. Yeah. That's a lot. A lot of TV shows never make it there. They don't. But so, Reba's did. Yeah, Reba's did because... 
her, I, I think the storyline was so, it was a cute storyline, mm-hmm. but it also had like all these different layers the whole show did. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, it was not Reba playing herself because yeah. it's called Reba, but she wasn't a singer. No. She was a mom. So I wonder why they, they named it Reba. But to bring people in. To bring people in. Okay. To bring people in. And then in. remember like she had her own clothing line shortly after and yeah. like she did a lot with that yeah a lot but that show was so cute oh it was and I can't tell you that is like a cult favorite tv show mm-hmm. for so many people yeah so many people it's just weird because like I I don't think of that being that long ago but it really is 20 years ago well it, yeah it started 20. 19 years ago yeah and what's funny she I think she started a podcast this year with her co-star. That's oh the blonde lady. Yeah. Oh, she's funny. Yeah, she's really funny. They started a podcast. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> I know, so cute. That's fun. Fellow podcasters, fellow podcasties, Rina, <laughs> sister. Are we PC? What podcasters? <laughs> podcasters. It's one word. I think it's just P. It's one P. word. We're peas. We're peas. We're peas. <laughs> peas in the pot. <laughs> um, all right. Um, yeah. I think this brings us to our next. Yeah. Our, you you say it. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I mean, this person mm-hmm. did not have as big of an acting career. No. As Reba. But boy... When he was shining. He was shining bright. He was shining bright. Like a diamond. Like a diamond. And I'm going to tell you who it is. It's George Strait. It's George Strait. He's the king of country music. He is absolutely the king of country music. Anyone who tells you differently is mistaken. And this movie is awesome. Oh, yeah. The film is called Pure, Pure country. country. Let me tell you something about Pure Country. Let's hear it. All my life, I have heard about pure country Mm -hmm. in the way that the women in my family would remark to me Mm -hmm. about how hot George Strait Mm -hmm. is in this movie. Mm -hmm. So when I finally saw it, after years of almost this movie becoming a myth to me. Right. You're like, this isn't. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then I finally see it, and I'm like, oh, shit. You got it. I got it. You got it. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. <laughs> I can see it plain as day. Mm-hmm. Now, there are kind of two versions of him in this movie. There are. There are. There's... The scruffy and the non-scruffy. <laughs> there's Dusty. Yes. And there's Wyatt. Wyatt. I, myself, prefer Dusty. Mm-hmm. Because he's, he's got a, a kick-ass ponytail, <laughs> and he's got this scruff mm-hmm. mustache going on. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I didn't even know you could do that, George. <laughs> but he can. But he can. He can do it well. And he did. <laughs> Why don't you share your... Let's, so let's talk about this movie. It It's so... It's, there, it's such like a cult classic, like, country yes. movie. 
Like, everybody who listens to country music knows this movie. Everybody yeah. who listens to George Strait knows this movie. This movie did not do what they thought it was going to do. No. But the soundtrack did went way beyond expectations. It, it is George Strait's number one selling album. Yes. Is the soundtrack to Pure Country. Yes. Number one. Well, there are some pretty incredible songs. Uh, Heartland? Cross my heart. Yes, cross my heart. We cross don't, my heart. We don't have to. We, we don't, don't have, have to say anything any, else. Yeah, cross, cross my heart. Cross my heart. Cross my freaking heart. <laughs> and promise too. Give all I got to give to make all your dreams come true. In all the damn world, you'll never find love, love as, as true, true as, as mine. mine. So here, riddle me this. Yes. Why didn't they change the words to a love as pure as mine? I think. That was an oversight. Oh, okay. I just, I'm going to be honest. I think if they would have caught that, they uh-huh. would have changed it. Because pure country, a love as pure as mine, I true no, and well, pure are very similar. Yes, but no, I think true, I actually think there was a reason for true. Because it's honest. Because it's honest. Mm-hmm. And there was a point, there is a point in the film mm-hmm. where the female love interest for George Strait mm-hmm. believes he is a liar mm-hmm. and believes that he was just trying to use her. Mm-hmm. So I think that true was used for on honest. purpose yeah. to show like, I am, I am devoted to you. I am, I am an honest, I'm honest about how I, how I'm honest about my love for right, you. Right. Right. So I think there was a reason for that. Right. That's beautiful. Just imagine me on my wedding day with my vows. <laughs> Diving deep into the pure country. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. I, I love the soundtrack. So the soundtrack's great. I, I can't get away the from movie, the soundtrack. The movie is great. Let me tell you something else about this movie. This is not about George. No. Kyle Chandler is in this movie. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the amount of aging that this man has mm-hmm. gone through is yeah. so minuscule, it's crazy. Yeah, he does not age. This man... Does not. He doesn't age. age. Why do you think that? Because he's a man. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Well, there we go. Men, when they, a, a man like Kyle Chandler, when he ages, he ages like a fine wine. Uh huh. There you go. Sometimes women, we go rancid. We go sour. raisins. Pure raisins. Pure raisins. <laughs> and we're allowed to. We're allowed to age like raisins. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna embrace it. I'll be a raisin. Oh, I'm fighting it. You're fighting it? I'm saving my money to get my first Botox. Ah! Ah! I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, this next one is your, like, absolute hero. Oh, yes. This is your hero. We have talked. This, we just talked about the king of country. Let's talk about the queen, the queen of country. She is the queen. She's the queen. And people are really starting to embrace the fact that she is the queen yeah yeah more more so more than ever and more every day and and with with someone like her it it's crazy that you know country artist right mm-hmm. has grown into like such a phenomenon mm-hmm. she really is incredible yes um but i will tell you we are talking about Dolly Parton. Yes. We are talking about my... <laughs> your idol. My idol. Your queen. My queen. Our queen. I really, and I, I really mean this seriously, I really do strive to be like Dolly. Yeah. 
everyone and, should be. Yeah. And how I how I conduct myself, mm-hmm. just the true her true just open arms to right. everyone. It's beautiful. Anyone and everyone she that is that is really how I how I yeah. strive to be in this life and more people should I, should yeah. be like Dolly. She's a stunning human being. Stunning. <laughs> yes. And um she has had an and a great acting career. A great acting career without having to like um, play roles that are just kind of like, um, gosh, what's the right word? Like safe. Like she doesn't play, she doesn't choose she, safe roles. No, she she chooses stuff that works well for her and right. does allow her mm-hmm. to uh, to to have some challenges. Yeah. Um, you know her. The, I think the first the first acting role that she ever had in a film, mm-hmm. nine to five, nine to five. It's she such, plays somebody who like kills, like well, tries to kill someone. Yeah, and it, it's but she does it in such a way where like nobody was upset. Yes, the the way that that film was initially described by Jane Fonda uh-huh. as a feminist revenge fantasy, right, and. The fact that Dolly was able to be a part of that mm-hmm. in such a big way. Yeah, it's huge. And have it not, I mean, at the time, not cause any kind of negative effect no on her career. No one's ever called her a feminist either. Well. Do you think? I hesitate to word it that way. Okay. Because just, I mean, this is not a political statement. Right. I'm, a, I'm a feminist. Yeah. And that's not. That's not a dangerous word. Mm-hmm. And, but Dolly has resisted it because she doesn't want to alienate anyone. Absolutely. And men and women love her. Yeah. Everybody loves her. It's not like she is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she has been very um, strategic. Strategic about not alienating anyone. Yeah. And she has kept her audience, and her audience has only grown. It just gets bigger and bigger the older she gets. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Um, the first Dolly experience I ever had with her being in a film was Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. I was a little too young to be watching it. But well, Hard Candy Christmas. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest Christmas songs, in my opinion, mm-hmm. ever. That movie is amazing. And yeah. I remember being like five and being like, I want to watch The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Not knowing what a whore meant. Yeah. You know, that was actually a really hard filming experience for her. Really? Yeah. That movie, she had a really rough time during the filming of that. Was it because of her character? No, I don't think it was necessarily because of her character. Uh I think that the tension on set was not great. Okay. Okay. I might be incorrect here, but I think it kind of stemmed. I don't think she had a very loving relationship like fun relationship with Burt Reynolds okay I think there was some a little bit of animosity animosity between the two of them. okay I think all right can't confirm <laughs> but I also can't deny. we need to cut it we'll cut it yes um so we talked about nine to five we talked about best little whorehouse in Texas we need to talk about still magnolias oh absolutely still magnolias is a that classic. movie messes me up I don't know anybody it doesn't mess up that's a sad movie. It is. It is a terribly sad movie. It is, but a it's beautiful. Sad. It's like beautiful, but like at the end, you're still sad. Like it doesn't and make she, you feel good at the end. She does such an amazing job in that movie. She does. 
and it seems so real. It's a perfect role for her. She's it like is. a little hairdresser. Yeah. Like, it's perfect for her. Yep. That's a, that was probably like her dream role. Yeah. Man, still Magnolias. So good. This next one is your this is your man. This is my this yeah. We're moving on to my man. And as I always do, I'm gonna like take the lead on this one. Yeah. This is the only person in the list that has won a Golden Globe Award. It's incredible. Only person on this list who was nominated for an Academy Award. Incredible. And as much as I love Dolly, this is the only person on this list that actually has my heart. He has your heart. He, he has, has my your heart. heart. <laughs> the man that I am referring to is Chris Christopherson. Chris K. Yes. Chris K. Chris. We have talked about Chris Christopherson quite a bit yes. on this podcast. And this For is a great reason, though. Yeah, he's here. Here, here's the deal. This is where we're at with him. Let's do it. He is a world class songwriter. Yes, that really introduced a whole new style of songwriting yeah. into into the country music mm -hmm. world. I will stand by that. Yes, um, has had his songs covered up by anybody and everybody. Yep. You name it, they've covered it. They've done it. Okay. S step away from that. Mm -hmm. Has such a unique and special emotional voice. Mm -hmm. Not the most like technical, technical at singing, but when he sings something, you believe what he's saying. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Step away from that. Mm -hmm. Has the personality and looks to fully be a movie star and be believable at it right he's just talented, he's that's, just I, talented. That, that's what it comes down to he is talented he is absolutely talented let me just tell you some of the films this man has been in let's hear him he was in pat garrett and billy the kid okay he was in bring me the head of alfredo garcia hmm which is a, a, a great movie. Mm -hmm. um, he was in Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Okay. <laughs> Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Mm -hmm. He was in Vigilante Force. Uh -huh. Obviously, A Star is Born. A, is bo a Star is Born is your favorite. Yes. Of the films that he has been in, it, mm -hmm. is, it is my favorite mm -hmm. because... That scene. Of that damn scene. The bathtub gonna, scene. I'm going to mention it again. <laughs> I, I have a lot of emotions about this scene. Mm -hmm. First of all, the, he, this is the film he won the Golden Globe for. Right. Um, he and Barbara Streisand are in the bathtub together. Mm -hmm. And she's like straddling him, putting makeup on him. Mm -hmm. Oh. Imagine being in a bathtub with Chris Christopherson <laughs> at that time. Really, any time. Um, he was in Convoy. He was in Convoy. Kind of flashing forward a little bit. Mm -hmm. He was in Big Top Pee Wee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was in... Obviously, he was in Fire Down Below. Fire Down Below. 
<laughs> he was in the Blade films. Mm-hmm. That's right. He played the like the long like motorcycle ponytail. Yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's been in so he's been in a lot many movies. He's been in a lot. Yeah. And he was in um Joyful Noise with Dolly Parton. Stop. Yeah. And Queen Latifah. And Queen Latifah. Maybe maybe this needs to be like a thing we watch. I think maybe. I think maybe. I think maybe. I think maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I've heard a lot of crazy shit about this movie. Yeah. We need to watch that one night. Yeah. Um this next one. Let me just add real quick. Yeah. He also um he was he he much like Dolly Parton, mm-hmm. um, hosted Saturday Night Live. Right. That's huge. Oh yeah. That's huge. Huge. To host Saturday Night Live. To host SNL is crazy. Is a dream of mine. Is I can see it. <laughs> oh I can see it. If I ever got to host SNL, I would probably do a terrible job because I'd be so nervous. You would just be so nervous. Like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that has to be, like, incredibly nerve-wracking. Yeah. Think about just, like, performing live even and then then SNL and, like, you're supposed to be funny. Yeah. Like, all the people on there are, like, the funniest people in the world and here you are, like, a musician or an actor and you're supposed to be funny that's a lot of pressure the the best way to go through it i believe Mm -hmm. is to not try to be funny right go into this to the situations in each skit and not try to be funny and not try to be funny yeah try to be serious about it. because when you're not trying to be funny you're funny yeah when you try to be funny you're not funny it's pretty bad it's pretty bad so that's our that's our words of wisdom yeah. for this podcast. If you, you want to be funny, funny, don't, don't be funny. Be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect segue for this next one. Yeah, this was kind of a a doozy, although aesthetically it made sense. Yeah, because this movie mm-hmm. is all about these. Almost like robotic literally. housewives. Yeah, literally. And reprogrammed. Reprogrammed housewives. And I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I loved this movie. Nobody loved this movie, but I loved this movie because Nicole Kidman's in it. Okay. And she starts off as like this ball buster. Ball buster. Isn't she from like New York? And yeah. like she wears all black and she like. Moves to the suburbs with her, her husband, husband, who's unhappy, who is unhappy, and like quickly realizes that something is not right in the community. There's strangeness afoot. There's strangeness afoot. These women are like so perfect. They're so perfect. Perfectly manicured and perfectly friendly, and you cook. And, and you know what? When I think of this person, that's what I think of. Yeah, I think she is perfect. She, yeah. And I think that this was a a role for her that was supposed to lead her into other. other roles and to star alongside of pretty much the greatest actress of all time. In a lot of people's opinion, I love Nicole Kidman. 
I love her too. I don't know that I would call her the greatest actress of all time. Is she considered though like one of the greatest actresses of all time or no? She's considered a great actress. I I don't I think when people are thinking of like the greatest actress of all time, who do they think of? Like Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe Nicole Kidman will be that at that point though. Maybe someday. At some someday. Um the movie we're talking about is Stepford Wives. Yes. And the we are talking about Faith Hill. We're talking about Faith Hill. She has a pretty small part. She has a very small part. But so impactful. Impactful. Um, her character, like, has a malfunction. Her character does have a bit of a malfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a... It's a we'll j- I'll just... I'll plow right through it. Yeah. So... When at a certain point, when Nicole Kidman's character is starting to suspect mm-hmm. there's something weird going on amongst right. these Stepford wives, right? They go into this house, like it was it, her, Bette Midler's character, and I think there is a a man, mm-hmm. like a, like a like a gay man that they become friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, they. Stumble into this house in while uh, the couple that lives in the house, the wife being Faith Hill, uh-huh. while they're having sex. Right. There's some weird noises going on. Well, she's, um, you can't see anything, but mm-hmm. you can hear. You can hear. Some very enthusiastic uh, noises on her part. Almost like a dog, like a chihuahua. Yeah. High-pitched. Like, we don't need to do it. Yeah, high, high pitched, a very high pitched, enthusiastic, over and over again, over and over again. She's very happy, mm-hmm. and it's the kind of situation where you've you've seen the husband, and you're like, I don't know if he is. If this is accurate. I don't know if this is representative <laughs> of the reality of the situation. Right. Um. <laughs> Doesn't seem right. Right. This doesn't sound right. It doesn't. It, nothing adds up. Nothing is. The math is not checking the out. The math is not adding up at all. The calculator is not working. Calculator is busted. Yes. Calculator is <laughs> like no results found. Nope. So it's. I guess it's her doing the the this noise. Mm-hmm. And this. The, I gotta be honest. It really disturbed me. Yeah. It it triggers me. It triggers you. It's triggering. <laughs> I found it very uncomfortable. And then, like, at some point in the movie, she has another part, and she just kind of, like, breaks. Kind of. Her, her, she breaks. Malfunctions. She malfunctions. Yeah. Um. And then, remember, she came out with that Mississippi Girl song? Yeah. We were talking about that earlier. We were. It's like she talks about having her name on the movie screen, but that doesn't mean, like, that she's going to forget where she came from. She's just out there chasing dreams. Mm-hmm. And a Mississippi girl don't change her ways. Yeah. Just because everybody knows her name. So my question. Yes. Do you think that was her realizing that she probably doesn't want to be an actress and that was probably not the direction she should have gone in and should have kept doing music? Or do you think it was like a preparation for her being in the film? I think it, it's a, I think there's a 50-50 shot. Okay. I think that song was probably written with the intention 
of her having been in more. Right. Of her having done more. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Because you think about someone that we're going to be talking about next week. Right. Her husband. Yes. Who has had a pretty successful acting career of his own. I, I'm mega successful. Yeah. I, I can literally name you five movies off the top of my head that he's been in. And I have to say, he's he's good. He's good. He's He does a really good job. He's good. He's very believable. Yeah. So that I think that was like the natural progression for so, her in her yeah. mind. And it just, it made sense. Everybody does it. Whitney Houston did it. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you can cut this if this is wrong. Sure. But at some point, I felt like there was some hubbub. Mm-hmm. Some some whispers. Okay. Um, now I'm thinking about Ana, that Anastasia. Oh yeah, that song. You <laughs> There's a rumor in Saint Petersburg. <laughs> um, wasn't there some kind of scuttlebutt mm-hmm. that they were gonna do a movie together about George? And Jones Tammy, and Tammy Wynette. I think I think there was something like that. I also know um, there are a lot of times where Tim and Faith kind of do the whole George Jones, Tammy Wynette thing. Like we like, never loved it all. Like we never loved it all. That video. Mm-hmm. She straight up has the Tammy Wynette hair. It's and he's like, it's insinuated, but I'm going to tell you, I think they have a happy marriage. Oh, I do too. And so I don't think they want to. I don't think they want, they don't need to. No. They don't need to do that. No. And honestly, it'd be silly. It would be silly for a husband and wife to play George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Wynette. It's silly. Yeah. So I'm happy they haven't done that. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. No. We don't want to see that. No. It should be somebody like you don't expect. You know what that makes me think of? Who? It makes me think of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Okay. And they did this film called By the Sea, hmm. and they play this married couple mm-hmm. that is going that is having a rough patch. Yeah, and it's and I'm like, there have I can think of about six or seven different married couples that did that. Mm-hmm. And hey, life imitates art. Yeah. So I think that they, like you said, they'd be best to just let let two people who do not know each other, right? Just just go, hop, skip, jump right in there. Go fucking go do it, <laughs> do it, go do it. Beat the crap out of each other. That is a movie I want to see, though. That is a movie I want to see. Who would be a good like Tammy in your opinion? Um, someone that would be a good Tammy. Okay, do you know? Do you know who Jessica Chastain is? Yes. I think she'd be a good Like Tammy. Molly's Game? Yeah. Yeah. She would be a good Tammy, why not? She would good, be a good Tammy and a good George. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of think about the looks. I know. No. Maybe, um... She, whoever it is has got to be just a little bit older. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Mark Renton and Train Spotting. I am thinking of Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Right. I don't see it. No, you don't see it. No, because they look so different. But he could look. He could look like that though. Could he? Like if he gained like some weight, like and dressed like that. But. You I get, would believe him. I would gotta, believe him. I don't, I'm not seeing it. Okay, who are you seeing? 
This is a this is a situation where this would not happen. Are we talking like are we talking like George and Tammy like in the sixties? I'm thinking like sixties, seventies. Okay, because they have they'll have to do the whole right. They, right. I don't, I don't. This is not the movie that we're talking about right, right now. <laughs> it's not going to be one of those movies where they just talk about like a weekend or right. like a small period. This of is time. like their life. This is their life together. Um. The only the only person that I'm seeing is someone uh-huh. that wouldn't do this okay, because who? this would be like this would just be too much for them. Okay. Because they've already played another famous country singer. Okay, tell me, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I I was thinking of Joaquin Phoenix because I was thinking of Reese and Joaquin and Walk the Line. Yeah. And how Reese did such a great job as June. Yeah. Tammy and George. All right, everybody, it's that special time. Yes, it is. What time is it? It's dedication time. It's dedication time. Yes, it is. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. When I thought of this person, I thought they should go on the list Uh because of this one role they played. Yeah. But I did not think it was fair to put a cameo-type appearance in a film up next to... Like non cameo, non cameos. Yeah. So I'm talking about Shania. Yeah. I'm gonna dedicate this episode to Shania. Nice. Shania was in I Heart Huckabees. Mm-hmm. Jude Law. Yep. She plays Shania. She does. She does a great job at playing Shania. Mm-hmm. Her role is like she is, um, God. Like the the one scene that sticks out in my mind is when mm-hmm. she's in the elevator or she's. She's outside an elevator that opens with Jude Law and this guy like fighting in the elevator and they're like, Shania. And then she's like beating the crap out of them, like talking about her being a vegan and, but she like does it really well. Yeah. She plays like a diva really well. She does. So, um, so she was in I Heart Huckabees. She was also in Broad City. That's crazy to me. I know. And she plays Shania. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And her role, I believe, was uh, she was a client at the gym that one of the girls worked at. Okay. Um, so that's my dedication. Shanae, okay. it's for you. Yeah. My dedication changed last minute. Yeah, because I knew what your dedication was going to yeah. be. So I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm changing it. Change it. This, I am I'm dedicating this episode to a very famous country artist. Okay. Who never acted. Okay. Beyond hosting Saturday Night Live. Okay. We thought that they were. Mm-hmm. We've talked about him before. Okay. I still think he 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 has it within his capability to act. Who? Garth Brooks. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when he hosted Saturday Night Live. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. He could have been, if oh, if only the lamb would have come out. If only. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. If only the lamb would have come if out. If only the lamb would have come out. We really could have seen what this man. Okay. Wait, though. Yeah. <laughs> then we have to think of the behind the life and then maybe reevaluate. Well, <laughs> but I don't know. 
think the lamb would have been something special. It, it would have been. I th- I know it would have been something special. Yeah. Are you Even crazy? Just to us. To us, it would have been everything. Yeah. But I still, I think Garth still has, he obviously has time. Yeah. He and can I, do it. He can do it if he wanted to. He can totally do it. He has the, the, the charisma. Yeah, he does. He has the capability. Has all the capabilities. He could, he, you know what, he has so much money, he could write a film and produce it himself and put his ass in it. And have it be like an Amazon Prime exclusive. Absolutely. Because like his music Amazon, is already yeah, only Amazon, Amazon Prime exclusive. Man, do you remember that time I sent you that video of him? Or did you send it to me when he was doing that commercial with the, the Oh, contour? you sent it to me. Oh. A beauty moment. That was a, a moment. A moment. All right, everybody. That concludes our 19th episode of Whatever. And never. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we only have a few episodes left for this first season. We have one. We have one left for one first left. season. And God. then we're taking two weeks off. We're going to take some time off for the holidays. And we're swooping back in. And we're going to swoop back in because we're going to be hard at work. We are. We've already been hard at work. We've already been hard at work. Um, you're going to love season two. Yes. It's going to blow your mind. We're going to switch it up a bit. We're switching it up. But we're not going to tell you what we're doing. No, we're not. You're going to have to wait. Yes. So um, make sure to uh, like, follow, subscribe. Yes. Five stars. Baby. Five stars. Rate us. Yes. And um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Haley created a TikTok. I did. Both of them are at whatever and never amen. Amen. Spelled as they sound. Like it sounds. All caps. All no spaces. <laughs> all caps. No spaces. Wait, no. All lowercase. All lowercase. No, no spaces. Not that I think that really matters. Whoopsie well. <laughs> daisy. Um, so thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.